be funny, damn it. Uh, uh, you know, I, like most comedians, when you tell someone that you're a comedian and they're like, be funny. And come then on. Just like, be funny. Come on. That's what <laughs> poking with a stick. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So... Turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew and over there's Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely 90s with the 90s. You also find the show on YouTube every Monday at Namely90s.com slash YouTube. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash namely 90s, also with a 90s, and get signed up for one of our support levels. Nailed it. Nice. It's Last couple been, of weeks were rough. Yeah. And, you know, that's on you for not writing it down. I have to just <laughs> say this now because I saw it in your notes. Yes. You have the phrase Washington National Airport is renamed, but it's one word. I was like, what the hell is an airportus? <laughs> <laughs> uh you know <laughs> airportus it's airport is short for airportus everyone knows that yes uh, it is a it's a very <laughs> i mean i'm gonna be in the airportus at the end of the week um flying the, i'll be at the airportus next week yeah next week which is when people this are listening is. to this episode yeah uh which is why this is a bad recording. This is a new episode, but the next week, next week's episode will be in this batch. Recordings. Even newerest. Yes. Um, but Andrew has some really exciting news to share with everyone. You guys, I finally watched the movie footloose so original thought- footloose, not the weird <laughs> Julianne Hoff vehicle. That was apparently quite terrible, very terrible. And he thought it, he would share that on this nineties podcast. Okay, fair point. <laughs> fair point. That's what you I've, just, I've seen some movies yeah. that sh- people have generally seen. I've seen several of them lately. So, so especially since you you dislike one of the main characters in this film or one of the main actors in this film. Okay. I have to say actually, this is probably one of John Lithgow's best performances. He's quite good. That's not what I was talking about, but yeah, that was, that was pretty good. No, I, I think John Lithgow plays it well, and then he, he does. becomes he does comedy later. But um, good acting there by oh, him, I thought. Yeah, you know, a lot of the a lot of those comedians from uh, like before our youth uh, could can really lay down a good serious role. I um, the other day I was on in the background, and I told Kayla I was like, "You have to watch this." So we watched five minutes of third rock from the sun it was so painful like i don't really like the show kayla's like what is this you hate half the cast it's i really do there's that's not i mean i I just learned that you don't like john lithgow 
Um, I don't dislike him. He's just know, kind of a weird dude. I know you don't like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I don't. You, you're. Yeah, I think you like French Stewart for some reason. Well, I think you it's, like making fun of him, but well, yeah, I think you or like the him. episode of of uh, CSI where he wasn't doing the squinting thing. He looked totally different. Or the episode of Community where he played a French Stewart impersonator. Um, and then there's the other lady that. I always get confused with Kirstie Alley, but isn't Kirstie Alley? No, but she's the woman that was Ivana Humps a lot in, um, <laughs> no, no, it was a lot of vagina in Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, I forget who she is, but uh, no, I don't, I don't like that show. I liked uh, it when I was a kid. I, I've never, I've not watched it. In who do I not like years. in Footloose? Sarah Jessica Parker. She's the quirky best friend. Yeah, that was fine. <laughs> girl. Like it wasn't distracting. And she like yells at uh, what's his face on the the, the tractor chicken. Yeah, I remember like the tractor how epic, chicken. How epic was that scene where they're just like slowly driving at each other, and Kevin Bacon's shoelaces get. Stuck it was a little stressy there. because when they showed him on the tractor, that wheel was spinning so fast, and then when mm. they showed the scenes from the side, you're like, they're not even moving. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay, uh, I, have to, I have to ask. The ba- did you like the my favorite scene from that movie uh, is probably everyone's favorite scene where uh, to, to blow off steam Kevin Bacon drives his yellow Volkswagen Beetle to an abandoned warehouse where he then does gymnastics uh, while well, yeah, his also, car stereo is blaring the whole time I was just like um, Ted Bundy anyone <laughs> like didn't he drive a, a gold Volkswagen <laughs> I do not know the answer to that question you did but- Oh, good. Good to know. So um, I was like, um, so this is a prequel. Uh, but yeah, I, I, what did you think of that scene? I like, I like, I, mean, I like, I love the song for that. It's what is it? It's not flash dance. It's, um, it's, I believe it's an original song. It's a Kenny Loggins though. Yeah. It's, it was Kenny Loggins did it for this movie, but I don't remember what the song was. Hmm. I know Footloose is Kenny Loggins. I don't remember what the other song is. There is a second Kenny Loggins song in this movie, but I can't mm-hmm. never. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Never, 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 never. Um, I just sent you the, the family guy where they did the exact same sequence. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, like, whenever I get mad, I do some footloose dancing. It's so spectacularly awkward. Because Peter's in like the like the same tank no, top. Oh. I mean, no, I mean the movie itself. Oh, yeah. It's just like when it's like in those Christmas specials when someone just immediately just or not just someone just suddenly starts singing. <laughs> unprompted it's like that the thing where he's just like hitting the car and then yeah. he just starts and like gymnastics gy- gyrating on the car and i'm like what is this like super conservative town where they're like no dancing but like men's gymnastics are like totally cool i don't think it's cool he he was gymnastic dancing on it by himself in the dark in, in an abandoned warehouse like he had to find that place with satan yes he was summoning that was a that was an ancient uh ritual of which he was summoning the devil um um it wasn't my favorite movie also, don't they have like a Greece style ending where they're all dancing at the prom in like the like so in this town where no children were taught were taught to dance? They suddenly do a complete choreographed like prom dance. Well, at and the I end. thought the whole thing of him training the friend how to dance was kind mm-hmm. of like, oh, that's fun. And then they like, yeah. didn't really do anything with it at the end. Didn't he dance? Not really. I, I, mean, he, I thought he asked Sarah Jessica Parker to dance. I yeah, haven't seen this in I don't years. Know. 
it was kind of lackluster. <laughs> I mean, the movie was okay. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not something most. And it, it suffers from that thing that changed around 1993 to. or four where like the sound and voices seem disembodied from the, mm. the actors. The mixing is not good on that movie. No. Yeah. It, it was like the first season of the X-Files was like that. And then the second season was fine, but it becomes a little bit distracting. Well, I mean, what? Fulus is 84. Is it that old? It's it's mid 80s. I know that. Damn. I thought it was more like 89. Mm. Oh, my God. There's a Blake Shelton Footloose music video. 84. And Footloose 2011. So it's not even that new. Wow. That's who's in that. Um, Kenny Wormold. Julian Huff, Dennis Quaid is Shaw Moore. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, is Chris Penn Sean Penn's brother? I don't know. He was the friend in the, orig- in the original. You, you know who kicks ass though? Who? Oh, Miles Teller was Willard. Uh, the mom in this movie, the of the, the, of the preacher. It's crazy. Like the wife of the preacher. Uh-huh. I, I lied by the end. I was like, yes, yes. When she was like, kind of telling the guy what From to do. From Corpus Christi, Texas. So anyway, um, this new version looks god awful. Uh, I've never watched it, but I, just from the trailers, it, it doesn't look great. Although I, I thought Kayla, Kay, didn't Kayla watch it and like she loves that version because she's never seen. Or I had never seen the don't original. know. I'm watching a trailer of it and it looks. Oh, it's bad. Horrible. I it was it was someone I knew and maybe it was a girl that I was dating who said that to me and then I broke up with her. Um, but so the standing yeah. on the train track thing was stupid. I can't I don't remember that part. Th- this is one of those things where it's like they thought it was a good idea to make this mm-hmm. and it appears to be executed well, but it's just <laughs> so awful. It's I mean, I heard you say it was decent, but you wouldn't watch it. again. No, the remake. Oh, the remake. No, like because they were doing all the mid 80s remakes around 2010, 2011. It was like red dawn but it's uh set in spokane washington even though it's they don't set foot anywhere near the actual spokane washington during mm. any of the filming just just so you know uh well the original was set in montana colorado um, was it colorado i thought it was montana but that's that's fair it was one of those interior states um <laughs> wolverines but, i like the uh, family guy interpretive dance for red dawn okay i won't say uh, that one so yeah, it was just it was um, it, like they redid Point Break, they redid Red Dawn, yeah. they redid um, Footloose, and like I think Dirty Dancing had like a third sequel or something. And yeah, Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. Yeah, I think I get Dirty Dancing and Footloose mixed up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so gosh, where are we at here? Um, is this the correct year and mu- month this time? Uh, yes, it is. All right. Well, Brandon, why don't you tell us what was going on in February of 1998? Uh, Child Aquaman was news to February of 1998. On the first, the NFL Pro Bowl, the NFL Pro Bowl is played. Uh, the <laughs> AFC wins 29 to 24, and the MVP is Seahawks quarterback Warren Moon. Remember Warren Moon? Warren Moon. Um, no. 
Oh. I didn't watch the Seahawks till sometime around when they won the Super Bowl. Uh, that's fair. I mean, I didn't watch them that a lot either. I'm a then. bandwagon fan, and right now the bandwagon has crashed into a tree. I mean, I was always a Mariners fan. The Seahawks yeah. uh, definitely jumped on, but I stayed a fan. Uh, but I also don't put the time in to really care either way. Now it's going to be the time we're going to get to see who the real fans are. Uh, for Seahawks? Or yeah, because they're going to suck. Is. They Didn't they put up uh, decent numbers against Pittsburgh on the, in the game? Yeah, decent numbers in their loss to Pittsburgh. Oh, well, yeah, but it, I mean, it's preseason on sixth. Mary Kay Letourneau, uh, rip former teacher, uh, who violated her probation three days early or who had vi- violated her probation three days earlier by visiting 14 year old, the 14 year old father of her child is sentenced to seven years for the violation. Did you follow all that? Yeah, kind of. Previously, she was sentenced to six months in jail with three sir with three months served under the condition she never contact Billy Falau for the rest of her the rest of their lives. Um, do Don't think they're getting together later. They do because um, she she so she violated a probation. She was sentenced to seven years. She serves them. I think she gets off for good time. Um, and then he's uh, he has aged to a legal age at that also, point. Isn't it double jeopardy at that point? Like, have you ever been sentenced and served your time for seeing him? Can you still be sentenced and convicted for that again? Well, she, no, because if she serves her time she, and he's then legal once. It says under the condition they never see each other for the rest of their lives. That was previously. Okay. That was that was her previous sentence. So she was she was going to get off with only six months for <laughs> doing that to a child. Nice choice of words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so but sorry instead of taking those six months she saw him and then accepted the seven year sentence well she you just can't stand in the way of her. love i'm sorry rape uh, statutory um I, I think there's technically a distinction well, okay moving on isn't is uh, i mean well if you're a minor you can't consent so but we have a specific term called statutory rape True. Sorry. Uh, rape warning. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> listen, we're not the ones who did it. This crazy ass lady is the one who did it. She's also dead. she should have a trigger warning. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> triggered every time I see the those Mary Kay like cosmetic bumper stickers. <laughs> Andrew almost spit his water out. Um, <laughs> I thought it was Avon Letourneau. I'm confused. No. Uh, on the 6th, Washington National <laughs> Airport is renamed to Ronald Reagan National Airport. I always thought that was an international for some reason. It's re- renamed to Ronald Reagan Trickle-Down Economics Airport. On the 7th, uh, the 17th Winter Olympics Games opens in Nagano, Japan. I remember that because the advertising campaign was like white people trying to say Nagano. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't. I remember Jack in the Box trying to get white people to say Chipotle. <laughs> um, but yeah, I so I think we brought this up before because the game came out later on. It was the N64 game, which I had uh, the Nagano Winter Olympics. On the 12th, Intel unveiled its first graphics chip, the i740. And I thought I actually had some specs on it, but it apparently didn't save. That's also a type of BMW, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> Is it? Yep. The, the i740. 
um yeah it it was top of the line nope, yeah seven the, the seven series bmw is pretty nice the i740 uh on the seventh on the 17th, NASA's Voyager 1 becomes the farthest spacecraft from Earth in space, overtaking Pioneer 10. On the 18th, Andre Bocelli, Bocelli, Bocelli. Bocelli makes his opera debut in Lava M. Did we sit behind him at a Mariners game? Yeah, that was something that happened. Yeah. Uh, I, no, sorry. He we sat, sat behind, in front. Yeah, he sat we, behind us. We sat in front of him at a Mariners game, and he sang the national anthem. Boo! Uh, booyah! Parents dead on the twenty fourth. Sir oh. Elton John is not. <laughs> That's the ultimate trump card, right there. <laughs> I mean, it's true. That's why we we got those seats on the twenty fourth. Sir Elton John is knighted by Queen Elizabeth II. Also on the twenty fourth, Gex Enter the Gecko is released for the PlayStation One. And on the 28th, 1080 snowboarding is released for the Nintendo 64 in Japan, April 1st in the US. Also on the 28th, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee file for divorce after three years of marriage. Tommy Lee was arrested three days prior for domestic battery against Anderson. And at some point in this month uh, in comics, the Superman red and blue story arc kicks off with a one shot. Uh, also, I that's fucking terrible. Uh, Okay. Don't don't read that. If you have the ability to read that, don't read it. I won't be doing that. I know There's you no won't, way. but to any of our comic book reading listeners. Uh uh TV it's just they so he he lost his powers and then you like he had to wear this blue suit and then he like And they became James Bond. Well he got split into two and uh, it's just Terrible suit, terrible color. Uh, TV premiering uh, or, or ending on uh, September or February 1998. On the first, <laughs> Fox and Friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, premieres. you had it right. <laughs> uh, on the sixth, Power Rangers in Space <laughs> debuts on, I think it was Fox Kids. Um, on all, and then on the what seventh, kids? <laughs> <laughs> Silver Surfer uh, debuts, which is a cartoon on uh ending we have on the seventh wheel 2000 which was apparently wheel of fortune for kids okay. uh i don't remember this at all uh on the eighth we have muppets tonight which i think we talked about at one point uh on the 13th teen angel Ugh. which was a part of the tgif lineup on abc after i want to say it was right after um sabrina uh, but before boy meets world uh, and then also ending on the 23rd is Bobby's World, which people always talk about, but I have no idea what it is. I think it's animated. In the box office, February 1998. On the 6th, we have Blue Bro- Blues Brothers 2000. On the 13th, we have The Borrowers featuring John, Goodmo- Go- <laughs> John Goodman and Hugh Laurie. Did you ever oh, watch that Hugh one? Laurie. No, uh, that was one of those like mice that stole stuff. Uh, I, think they're, I, I don't think they're mice, but they're like little people. Oh, you're right. Yeah, but they're the size of mice. Yeah, they're I'm sorry. They're they're little people. <laughs> they're small. They're tiny people. They're shrug. OK. Um, the third and also on the 13th, we have the wedding singer with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. In the Billboard charts, number one for February 1992, in from January for the first week is Together Again by Janet Jackson. 
Followed by Nice and Slow by Usher for the next two weeks. And for the last week and out into March is My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Continuing on for the fourth week of February 1998. At number three, we have Getting Jiggy Whipped It by Will Smith. We have Truly Madly Deeply by Savage Garden. How Do I Live by Leanne Rimes number n- uh, at number six. And number nine, we have No, No, No by Destiny's Child. Number 16, How's It Gonna Be by Third Eye Blind. Number 17, I Don't Want to Wait by Paula Cole. I don't want to wait. And at number 23, we have Candle in the Wind, 1997 version by Sir Elton. Okay. Try to do the Leanne Rhymes song. I don't remember that one. Was it Kermit the Frog? (laughs) Hello there. Without Mish-piggy. you, I want to know. Kermit. I can't really do it. No, no, no. I don't want to wait. Kermit. For my lunch to get colder. There's something, something, something in this lake. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, I don't God, he says something about a, a new Toyota. He's like, I was wearing a blazer. <laughs> uh, and now guy. let's go to Brandon with the Namely 90s Minute. Welcome back to our mid-episode break, Namely 90s Minute. Every week we look back at a culturally relevant show, movie, or piece of pop culture that probably helps stoke the algorithm. This week, in honor of Star Trek Lower Decks returning, we're looking back at Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Star Trek Deep Space Nine is a third spin-off series from Star Trek, if you include the animated series, and is the Star Trek version of Wings. Starring Hawk from Spencer for Hire as Commander and eventually Captain Sisko, Father McCulkey from the MASH film, the former terrorist in Season 6 of 24, Reggie from Becker, Transporter Chief Miles O'Brien from TNG, Principal Snyder from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the voice of Rita, Brian's older girlfriend among other voices and Family Guy, and Worf from TNG. When the series starts, Commander Sisko and his son Jake are dropped off by the Enterprise-D at Deep Space Nine, a joint-governed space station between the Federation and the recently liberated Bajorans from the Cardassians, who coincidentally built the space station. Unfortunately, when Captain Professor X was assimilated by the Borg, he was responsible for Sisko's wife dying at the Battle of Wolf 359. Deep Space Nine becomes important as a stable wormhole to the Gamma Quadrant is discovered outside the station. The first few seasons introduce Sisko to his new team, as well as the conflicts between the species on the station. We are also introduced to the gods of the Bajorans, called the Prophets, and somehow Sisko is revealed to be their messiah. When the species from the Gamma Quadrant declares war on the Federation, Deep Space Nine becomes becomes the front line of the war, and the series gets darker and amazing. Worf joins the crew and eventually marries Jatsia Dax, a Trill woman who has a symbiote insider with multiple past lives who dies in the war, but has her symbiote transferred to a new woman, Ezri, played by the wife from the Dead Zone. Ezri then falls in love with Dr. Bashir, who has always hit on Jatsia previously, which kind of skeezy, because she was married. Also, Sisko is revealed to be a half-prophet or something. Also, also, there's a cool Ferengi who owns the station's bar slash casino slash holodeck rental shop. Also, 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 Odo, the shapeshifter who is one of the same species of the Gamma Quadrant aliens that started the war, falls in love with the Bajoran leader of the station, Kira Norris, and he eventually sacrifices his individuality to end the war, rejoining the shapeshifters and stopping their crusade. Also, 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 they bring back the Mirror Universe and travel in time to the Trouble with Tribbles episode of the original series. And that's Star Trek Deep Space Nine in the Amy 90s Minute. More or less. And now, back to the show. Uh, anywhere you want to go. Anywhere I want to go. Um, Hugh Laurie. I mean, great actor. Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. You mean uh, domestic um, battery? Lily Thomas and Sebastian Stan, and for some reason Seth Rogen. 
Who does Seth Rogen play? Some other guy. <laughs> I sent you the picture of him dressed in like 80s clothes without the beard. I didn't realize that was what that one was for. Yeah, that was him in that movie. Oh. Uh, Andrew's referring to a Hulu documentary. Limited series. Limited series. Uh, Pam and Tommy Lee, I think it was called. Yeah. Tommy Lee and Pamela. Pamela and Tommy Lee. Uh, but yeah, I'm never going to see that. So, uh, Speaking of things, you're never going to see uh, The Wedding Singer. Well, no, I, th- I, I don't think I've seen the whole movie, but I've definitely seen parts of it. I like The Wedding Singer. I'm going to just throw that out there. Like, um, so it's, it's an Adam Sandler film, uh, romantic comedy. It's the first one of like three that he does with Drew Barrymore. And I argue that it's the best people say 51st States go get fucked. Um, it's first dates is, a, is a weird movie. I don't really it's like a terrible, it. It's rapey. Ew. Uh, sorry. Trigger warning. Um, but yeah, it's Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, Christine Taylor's in it. That's Ben Stiller's. I don't know if they're still together, but they were like married for like 20, 20 plus years. Alexis Arquette's in it. Oh, <laughs> as uh, she's the um, keyboardist and singer, and she's like every every time she's on, all she can sing is "Do you really want to hurt me?" Um, Shelly Idols in it. Shibbity doobity. Uh, Adam doesn't. Adam Sandler doesn't do the shibbity doobity in it. No, he doesn't do uh, that. But he does a lot of like the growly voice, the growly to yell voice. Yeah, yeah, the outrageous. Yeah, um, there's the the guy that plays Glenn is like the douche, the douche canoe of every uh, '90s movie. I don't know. It's set in the '80s. It's it's. Um, Adam Sandler is a wedding singer in Ridgefield, New Jersey in 85. He's about to marry his fiance. Um, he befriends uh, Drew Barrymore's character, who's a new waitress at the reception hall where the weddings are. Um, and she has a fiance who's the douche, douchey guy, Glenn. Um and then on the wedding day, he's left at the altar on on Adam Sandler's wedding day. He's left at the altar, uh, which who's then the, who's the fiance? The fiance is um, Angela Featherstone. I don't know. She's a Canadian actress. She was in uh, she was Chloe and Friends, whoever that is. Um, she's not really in much. Okay. But she does look familiar. Like she was in the 2000 series Providence or the 2003 to 2004 series The Guardian or the 2006 to 2009 series X's and O's. I think uh, I know this guy. Do I know this guy? She was in one episode of The Mentalist. Oh, everyone's in one episode of The Mentalist. Who who's Chloe and friends? Cause she was in two episodes. She must've been someone's girlfriend. Okay. The guy, uh, uh, where did he go? Matthew Glaive was in ER. That's where I recognize him from. Oh, really? Yeah. He's, he plays Glenn. Um, he's also in SG one as like, uh, like one of the background military guys. That's always there. Commander something. Oh, this um, is totally random, but, uh, R.I.P. Anne Heche. Oh yeah, that yeah. was that was earlier this, this week. week. Yeah, so we're a Sunday, little bit delayed Sunday. on that. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, by the time you heard this week's episode or last week's episode, it already occurred, but not for us. Um, yeah, that was kind of that was unfortunate timing. Yeah, is that all you wanted to say? Rip to the max. It just randomly came into my mind. Gotcha. So I figured Um, we should say something. Rip to the max and Hayesh. Um, do you want to? How about we table that and get back to it after a wedding singer? I have nothing more to say. I just wanted to say it before it was too late. I have more to say. Okay, Brandon has um, more to say. Yes, because uh, we do have a third topic that we don't have anything to talk about. Uh, Fair. Yeah. So, wedding singer. Um, oh yeah, he's left to the altar. This is where the classic Adam Sandler line is. Uh, yet once again, again, once again, things that would have been brought to that should have been brought to my attention yesterday. Um, yeah, where he does the, the angry scream because she's like, I know, I, yeah, she didn't like the life that was uh, ahead for them. And then he becomes depressed and drunk. And anyway, he he's into Julia, but then his ex fiance comes over and answers the door when Julia comes over when she was about to leave Glenn. But then they're going to elope into Vegas. And then Adam Sandler gets on a plane to follow them to Vegas. And uh, he's in first class there in coach and Billy Idol. Apparently, you know, back in the day, you could do whatever, whatever you wanted on a plane. Right. Uh, smoke. Pre, pre, yeah. Smoke. Construct a uh, bomb. Stand well. up. Do whatever you want. Um, you weren't you weren't just shelved into your little slot. Um, you know, the thing that I always do on when I'm watching TV that's that. and they show like that stock footage of a plane landing. Mm. and i'm like the, the friends plane landing stock footage yeah but i'm like okay i can tell from the stock footage that's a 737 so mm. why does it have a twin aisle i'm like uh, absolutely not <laughs> that is a wide body aircraft that's a fair point like do your research people yeah. uh yeah pay for better stock footage um yeah so the plane is uh he's in first class and all like he's telling a story like first class is basically like a strip club um uh lounge uh and uh yeah everyone's like oh oh they're on the plane so he sings his little song and wins her back and billy idol knocks out the other guy and throws him into the bathroom because billy idol pretty freaking cool oh yeah He's my idol. (laughs) I like the songs from this movie. It's very 80s. Adam Sandler. I I like when he writes songs Um, like the soundtrack video kills the radio video killed the radio star. Do you really want to hurt me? Every little thing she does is magic. Uh, How soon is now love my way by the psychedelic furs. White wedding Billy Idol. Um, China girl David Bowie. Blue Monday, New Order. It, it's just, it's so good 80s stuff. It, it's just, all right. All right. it's a good, I mean, I don't think it's a great film, uh, but if you put a gun to my head and said, you need to pick a rom-com to watch, I think I would reach for The Wedding Singer. Hmm. Yeah. What, what, if I put a gun to your head, what? I mean... It's is that to be nineties? No. Uh I mean I like several of them. 
the thing about a chick flick is like they sound terrible to watch, but by the time you're done watching it, you're like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I said rom com, but sure. <laughs> what I say, chick flick. Okay, I guess those are different things. Rom com specifically. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't give you one. I just get shot. <laughs> well, because there's, I, 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 you're, you're not good under pressure. I've always had a very or, hard or time that, choosing favorites because yeah. I like a lot of things. Believe it or not. Mm. I like a lot of things. So someone says your favorite food. I'm like, I don't know. I'm a fatty. I love every, like every food. That's true. Don't make That's me choose. Um, Rom-coms are, just, yeah, they're more satisfying than, than they usually seem like they should be. Hmm. Uh, so I wanted to, I wanted to circle back to Anne Hage because she passed away, uh, uh, recently, um, we, she was a prominent actress in the nineties, um, and, uh, was filmed like roles in volcano, the disaster film. That's not Dante's pink. Uh, the crime drama Donnie Brasco. I know what you did last summer, which was a slasher film. Uh, I remember her. She was in Six Days, Seven Nights, which I want to say that's the Harrison Ford film. Um, Ivan Reitman directed it, and they're like, I don't remember exactly what went on, but I just knew that they they filmed together. Um, in that film, uh, she was in the remake of Psycho in '98, and uh. Also, um, people th- kind of noticed that she didn't get as many roles after Ellen came out. Do you remember Ellen DeGeneres? Yes, I Are do. Ellen DeGeneres. Is that not so just she, kidding? So she came out in, uh, in 97, kind of around the same time that she did when she came out on the show, um, to Laura Dern's character. Uh, but Anne Heche and Ellen DeGeneres were together for three years or so. Really? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. She was there. She was Ellen's first public um, partner, uh, and then uh, she remarried later to James Tupper, um, or partnered further down the line. Had two children, but yeah, Anne Hayes. Um, I I I remember like I remember I remember her in stuff, and I remember thinking she was a good actor. Or and I'm um, currently on the article on Washington post, why the media declared Anne Hayes dead twice, which we saw. Uh, yeah. Live because apparently in California, brain death is also considered actual death, but mm. then she actually died. I think a couple days later. So they like reported, but they took days. her off it's the very confusing. Well, they, they reported, they reported when she, when they took her off. The, well, that was what CNN did. They said, yeah, that she'd been taken off life support. I'm like, that's an incomplete mm. sentence. Like then right. what? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? But then USA today, like prior to that was like, she's dead. She's um, USA today. Taking the hard line. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And Hish rips the max rip to the max. Uh, finish out with, uh, some blues brothers, 2000. Yeah. Have you ever watched Blues Brothers? No, I just I feel like there's a lot of suits, black suits and sunglasses and like mm-hmm. a black Lincoln with tinted windows. Mm-hmm. But I don't uh, really know uh, what they do. Pretty much the that's pretty much da- the film. Dan well, Aykroyd, says, someone else. Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi. The good one. Uh, the one that died is Blues Traveler <laughs> part of Blues Brothers. 
No, but as a kid, it's funny you say that. Um, it, as a kid, like it, it feels similar because he has like the the tribbly and the, the he has the scruff and he's a little bit portly like uh, John Belushi was. Um, and there's definitely harmonicas in oh, some of their songs. Now he, there is a sequence apparently when in Blues Blue, Traveler Blue, is in Blue Bro- Blues Brothers 2000. That makes sense. I didn't know. Also need the clip. Oh, because there's uh, cameo appearances by musicians. Uh, musical guests include uh, Blues Traveler as themselves, uh, Aretha Franklin as Mrs. Murphy. I believe she's in the first one too. Uh, James Brown is in it. Um, Wilson Pickett. Who else? Oh yeah, they do uh, a little cameo. Yeah. I can't play that. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, basically, so Blues Brothers 2000, I, uh, the original movie I think is good. This movie is not, not good. It doesn't um, look great. It's not great. And uh, God, God bless John Goodman for, for stepping in and trying to, to do something good with this clear cash grab. <laughs> um, uh, it, I don't even know the premise <sighs> of the original Blues Brothers. So the original Blues Brothers, they're on a mission from God. No, that's just a line he says. Uh, so, uh, John Belushi is uh, Joylette Jake Blues. Uh, Dan Aykroyd is his brother Elwood. Uh, they're in Chicago. They just get out of jail, and um, they they're trying to get their band back together because they're trying to raise money to prevent a, a an orphanage that they were raised at from going out of business essentially you know being foreclosed on um so they go around trying to raise money as the band but they get into various uh musical numbers and then also um trouble along the way uh the thing at one point uh they piss off a um american nazi party demonstration on on a bridge so they get chased around by Nazis. They get chased around by the police. There's a there's a scene where they drive through a shopping mall being chased by the police. Um, I want to say they did it in Family Guy. Uh, I know they did it. I think they did it in The Simpsons. Um, but yeah, uh, and you know they had they had some. They started as the Blues Brothers started as a bit on SNL. Um, right. And I think it's one of their first, one of the first SNL movies where they took characters from SNL and turned them into movies. Um, but yeah, it's just a, it's a good, it's good, good seventies romp, seventies romp, seventies, seventies, 1980, 1980, excuse me. Wow. But yeah, it's, it's an old one. The sequel, which we're talking about, it's from 1998. Oh and, no. <laughs> yeah. So uh, John Blue, she's long dead by this point. Um, Elwood is released from prison after serving 18 years for the events of the first film. Uh, his no one told no one told him that his brother died. Um, oh no, they so, had a child. Oh, that's when you know it's jumped the shark. Yeah, um, there's there's a child. Wait, where's that part? Uh, there's like a small, smaller child in a blues brothers get up. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the illegitimate son of, uh, Jake and, um, yeah, the, he's like a 10 year old orphan. Um, that 
again, raised at the the orphanage. Um, I don't really remember what the point of this film was. Like, what what was the? Neither does anybody. The thin thin plot. Um, yeah, I I I honestly cannot remember why they were trying to get the band back together again. Um. No idea. I can't. I can't glean it from this. Uh, I just keep glancing from my screen to the mm, camera. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, I, I could not tell you the plot other than they tried to get the band back together again. So to sum it up, we highly yeah. recommend you watch Blues Brothers 2000. There was a battle of the bands at some point. Yeah, uh, it's not. It's not worth watching. Um, good actors in it great musicians um i i just it, it's not if if you had a choice between the original and this one you'd watch the original well, yeah yeah um yeah and if you didn't you would watch something else <laughs> certainly not this yeah it um it has a 47% rating on Rotten You can Tomatoes, watch the so new version of Footloose. That might even be better. I would recommend Blues Brothers 2000 over that. Ah, fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, anything else for this week? No, I think that about sums it up. Well, then that's it for this week's edition. Name Me 90s. Remember, you can find new episodes out every Monday. Check the episode description for this week's supplemental Spotify playlist curated by yours truly. Are you offended that we said Blues Brothers 2000 sucks? Well, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Name Me 90s with 90s and find our personal account Twitter accounts at Beachwoody and at Name Me Andrew and tell us why you think Blues Brothers 2000 is worth, worth watching. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash namely90s, also with a 90s. And finally, you can also contact us through our website, namely90s.com. No, you can't. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. We're on a mission from God. Deezer, TuneIn, iHeart, Good Pods, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon. That's Andrew. And we will catch you next time. from God.